ever feel like it's too overwhelming at times? Taking care of your body, nourishing your mind, finding your passion in life, monetizing it, and still marketing yourself on social media. Oh, and let's not forget all the unplanned events that life throws your way. Hello there, I'm Leon, your marketing coach and strategist. On this podcast, we share knowledge on all things marketing, mindset, and running your online business. Together, we'll work on ditching the overwhelm and attracting the life and business that you desire in the simplest and most effective way ever. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to this week's podcast episode. Now, before I begin, I have a huge smile on my face because I'm coming to you from my renovated office space and it just feels so, so good to finally have a proper study desk, a proper chair to have amazing aesthetics. And I don't know, like for some weird reason, it's giving me more productivity. Like I'm waking up exhausted because I'm having super late nights um netflixing <laughs> or just staying up late on tiktok and i'm waking up exhausted but for some reason when i start the work and i start pushing through i'm getting more done which is so crazy it's only been like two days since i've been doing work for my renovated office space and i just wanted to share this with you because um it has been about two years since i started this entrepreneurial journey and i started off literally doing work on my bed And then eventually I got my first office chair, which was so uncomfortable, but I sat in it. And then I used boxes from, you know, when you order stuff and you get it in boxes. So I used those boxes, piled it up and had my laptop on top of it for the purposes of meetings. And then eventually I got a new chair, ergonomic chair, which was perfect for my back, but I still didn't even have space for a desk in my room. Um, And... I ended up having like a portable desk and now I officially have a real working space. And I just wanted to share this because you never know who you could inspire along the way. Like it doesn't need to start off perfect or glamorous. Like imagine if I waited two years ago, I waited until I had a perfect desk, you know, in order to start. Then you wouldn't be here today and you wouldn't be listening to this podcast episode, right? So, all right, let me put emotions aside and let's dive into this week's podcast episode. Now, about two weeks ago, I threw out a bunch of podcast topics for you all to vote on my stories and this one by a landslide, right? So, this is a highly requested podcast episode all about how I went from a failed launch, quote-unquote, to a 5K US dollars launch of the same offer. And I am so excited to bring this episode to you because so many, because of so many reasons, and we're going to dive into all of these reasons, obviously, that's why you're here, right? But I wanted to point out something, right? It was the same offer. It was the same offer. As in what it is I was delivering, what it is I was teaching was the same thing with very little tweaks, of course, and we'll go through the tweaks that I made. 
so many times we freak out over what to create should i create a one-on-one -on -one program should i create group program should i have a curriculum um how many calls etc 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 but like i tell my students inside of the ultimate gram academy it really doesn't matter <laughs> your business and your clients will tell you what it is you need when you are ready right so what is important is that you create it now whatever idea you have whatever concept you have whatever you are skilled to teach or coach people through you create it now you actively listen to your clients like i said in the previous podcast episode and you tweak accordingly right so let's dive into it because i know that's why you're here you're here you're like leon tell me what you did what you did because i want to start getting 5k launches right all right, so let's talk about the failed launch, quote unquote. So I have the word failed in quotes because no launches ever fail, right? It simply means that like when I say fail, I mean that I didn't meet my goal, right? I didn't meet the goal that I set, right? And in March 2021, so that was like what, six, seven months ago from the date in which I'm recording this podcast episode, I launched the Ultimate Gram Academy as a one-on-one -on -one coaching program, right? And despite having two big masterclasses where a lot of people signed up, a lot of people showed up, the value was phenomenal, no one bought. No one signed up, right? I did have about three people who booked calls um, with me after the masterclass, but they all decided not to move forward. And at that time, I was so crushed. I felt hurt. I felt betrayed by my own content, by my strategy. Um... And I want to dive into all of these things, like why I felt so hurt, why I felt so betrayed, and more so how it is I transitioned from having that experience of launching something and no one signing up to eventually now having like 5k launches, like super simple, super simple 5k launches, right? So in December 2020, I decided to transition from a done-for-you service provider to a marketing coach, right? And in January, I launched a membership and I decided to purchase what was supposed to be like, it was marketed as, you know what, this is the best program for anyone who wants to learn how to create a coaching program. So I was like, you know what I want in. It was, I think, 9.97 US and I paid for it and I started to learn what it is they taught, right? I applied the steps I outlined that they outlined, right? I applied it step by step, but I think what I missed and what the program didn't do a good job of communicating um, is the belief. The belief that I could help somebody if they were to sign up, right? So even if you go through all these steps that you could have taken to launch a program and you follow it, right? If it is you do not believe you can help others and if it is you do not think you're a good coach, of course no one would sign up and that is exactly what happened to me. Right, so let me give you a bit more context. The offer that I was charging was more money than I had ever charged for any service. Right, like I'm talking about probably triple the amount that I ever charged. And of course, my mindset was like a hot mess because I was thinking immediately, no one would sign up for my coaching, please. Oh, please, nobody would pay that amount, you know. I was also thinking that people will see through the fact that I am, like, shit scared. <laughs> I am so scared to mention my prices every single time. People would see through that, right? 
and more so i don't even know if i could give people their money's worth so all of those thoughts is what i was thinking i was going through like a complete mind spiral while i was launching this program right and putting the mindset and the belief drama aside looking back i also realized my strategy wasn't the best right because i was selling a fairly high ticket a pricey expensive offer i should have been selling it like a high ticket offer versus selling it like a low ticket offer meaning right listen clearly listen meaning that i focused on what the offer entailed the number of calls the modules how long we'll be working together etc right so when you're selling low ticket you're going to be focusing on the what you will get for this meager price right but when you're selling high tickets, you're focusing on the transformation or the emotion that people will feel when they buy in, right? So for example, when I did the, what do you call it? When I launched UGA recently in September, I barely even mentioned the actual curriculum on what you'll be taught, right? Versus when I'm selling, like, let's say I'm pitching my membership, and it's a low ticket offer, it's, it's 97 US, I would mention the fact that you are getting so much things for this 97 US. Yeah? So that was just some context in terms of sometimes we sign up for programs and we want to follow it step by step and maybe that can work, but what you cannot what you cannot escape from, what no one can do for you is building up the belief behind what it is you are providing. Actually believing that you know what I provide is going to change lives. What I provide is something that when you spend your money for it, you're going to make it back and so much more. Having that belief is exactly what it is you may need, right? To differentiate between a failed launch and a, I don't know, your first like 5k launch or maybe you have like if you're local and you're in Trinidad, maybe you have a goal of having like $10,000 from a program that you're launching, etc. Like whatever is your goal, you know? And now I want to kind of talk about the 5K launch, you know? And exactly what changed and what remained the same. Right? So logistics wise, it was the same offer. It was the same, the Ultimate Gram Academy, the same modules, Right? But instead, I offered it in a group setting versus the one-on-one. -on -one. And honestly, I don't think it was the group setting that convinced people to sign up or that made people say, yes, they want to sign up, right? It was because I believe that I could provide a transformation in a group because I have done it before. I've, I've hosted group programs before. I am great at nurturing community, you know? I am a great community leader. So I had those beliefs launching the group program. I was like, hell yeah. I am a great community leader. I'm a great nurturer. Like, I make everyone feel seen and heard. Someone literally said, in the first group coaching call, Leon, I feel like this was an AA meeting with all the alcohol. I felt so seen, heard, and understood. I, I help people. Like, I, I do that. I provide that for my clients. Right? So it was the belief that, yeah, I could help people in a group setting because I have done it before. On top of that, I matched the price with my belief or the transformation that I knew I could provide. So unlike the previous launch, right, I had my price so high and I had my belief so low. It wasn't compatible. So what I did is that I actually matched the price with my belief for this most recent launch of the Ultimate Gram Academy. 
So the price that people were charging is the belief that I believe that if you go through this program and you apply what is taught, you stay consistent, you show up to the calls, you are going to make back this money. I've had clients literally say, best investment ever, Leon, like, I don't even know where the money went. Honestly, it didn't even feel like I was paying for anything. <laughs> you know? And the third thing is that I actually marketed it like a high ticket offer, which means I focus on the emotion, the transformation, the testimonials, sharing with people what is possible for them and letting them know that it worked for people before. I rarely even mentioned what it is they were going to learn throughout the 12 weeks. I had a lot of testimonials, right? Because I have been doing this. I've been doing the work. I've been working with clients. And I was like, why am I not highlighting the fact that I have been working with so many clients who have all received results in different forms and different ways? So I had a lot of written testimonials, video testimonials that I shared on my stories throughout the launch. I shared on my feed. I even shared it for my launch kickoff event, which was the masterclass. I shared so many testimonials that people couldn't even have doubted whether I could help them. Like there was no objection as in Leon, I don't think you can help me. That was not an objection. People knew if they signed up and they worked with me, I had the ability to help them through their challenge, accelerate their business growth, etc. The next thing that I actively worked on even before launching the program, so way before, is increasing my visibility. So in addition to actually nurturing and warming up my existing, my existing audience, I focused a lot on how could I position myself and my brand in front of new audiences. I used my podcast for that since July when I launched season two of the podcast. I was reaching out for collaborations. I was reaching out for guest interviews on the podcast. <laughs> and this UGA was launched in September, end of September, and it was since June. I was pitching like, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? I'd love to have you on the podcast, etc. Right? I also started to create a lot of share-worthy content, like quotes, repurposed tweets, so that people could actually share it on their stories and put my content in front of new eyes. And honestly, I can go on and on when it comes to visibility, but what I want you to know is that they are both short-term visibility strategies, like, I don't know, some people may use, like, hashtag, some people may use, um, share with the content, etc. And then there's long-term visibility strategies, like podcasts, YouTube, etc. Right? SEO, etc. And honestly, you should be doing a combination of, of both because it should always be your goal to become more visible. Right? That's why you're on social media. <laughs> So that you could be seen and found by the right people. So on top of getting new eyes on my profile, I re-engage my existing potential clients. People who may have wanted to work with me before, but they just couldn't for some reason. I asked them, I said, do you want to join the UGA waitlist? And I gave them an opportunity to book a call with me early and apply and get the early bird pricing. Right, so while it's great to have a visibility strategy where you seek out new people, it's also good to know that you probably have ideal people within your audience already, so you can more than start to like reach back out to them, follow up with them, etc. The next thing, so this is a lot, and I'm hoping that you're taking notes because it is a lot. The next thing that I really did between like March to now 
is triple down and my belief and mindset work like i never spoke about belief and mindset much before and the more i started to do this with myself of course it manifested like and of course more so i started to feel comfortable sharing with you like hey this is what i do because it's a mind game it's a mind game entrepreneurship is a mind game and like i told my um uga clients the fact that you have decided to start an online business is not normal it is not normal for your brain because you're accustomed to doing things one way meaning that you go to school you'll be taught and then you got an exam or a test and when you dive into entrepreneurship it's the complete opposite you're thrown into the water and then you need to find a path you need to find an action step right so i did a lot of self-coaching on why my offer was the best thing since sliced bread right i built my evidence jar something i teach inside of uga meaning that i fill my jar up with the amazing past testimonials to remind myself that regardless of whether people sign up or not it doesn't mean anything about me because i am an amazing coach and i will continue to be an amazing coach even after this launch and this was exactly the type of energy that i showed up with as in whether you sign up for uga or not the program is going to continue i am going to continue being great the students are going to continue um, getting a transformation so are you in or are you out all right the next thing is that I did a lot of storytelling in my content and I love, 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 love this. So if you listen to the previous podcast episode, episode 43, you would see that my entire content strategy for this launch was basically listening to my existing clients and my potential clients and creating content around that. Go check out episode 43 if you're like, uh, what? Go check it out. It is so worth it, right? So I actually wrote a lot of stories around their pain points and their goals. So it looked like me telling my own story. I did so in a four-part post where I posted part one, part two, part three, part four. And it was it got such an amazing feedback because my story, a lot of people could have related to that because a lot of things in my past, like my past job, me working as a um content manager and managing people social media pages etc a lot of my clients could relate to those things right so i wrote a lot of stories around that right (laughs) and i also shared some issues or challenges that my ideal audience were having that i also faced like pricing my offer believing in myself and no one around me did etc and when my uga clients fill out their introductory assessment which everyone fills out once they become a client and i ask them the question hey why did you join you know why did you decide to sign up for my coaching probably one in three people said either my story or my authenticity so all of that to say my friend don't sleep on stories don't sleep on storytelling and you're not just telling stories for telling stories sake you're telling stories in order to relate to your ideal audience so it's very important for you to actively listen and know what is my ideal audience struggling with and how could i let them know that i've been there and i've overcame this and i am the one to help you yeah the next thing and the final thing actually is that i actually hired two coaches so in july no august the beginning of august i hired not one but two coaches <laughs> and i feel somewhat teary saying this i hired a life coach and i hired a business coach i silenced my ego go listen to episode 40 
43, 42, 41. Go listen to episode 41 in terms of why I didn't believe in coaching. <laughs> I silenced my ego and accepted the fact that seeking support doesn't make me a lesser person or lesser entrepreneur or a bad coach. You know, I'm not like a semi-entrepreneur because I sought support, you know. Actually, it's the opposite. Like my clients benefit when I am in a good place. My clients benefit when I have someone to hold space for me as I went about my life, right? I went about my challenges. I receive a different perspective on my business, etc. And you don't even need to be a client to benefit, actually. The fact that you're listening to this podcast episode means that you're, you are benefiting from me getting a coach. <laughs> right? The fact that if you're following me on social media and Instagram, you are benefiting as well. Right? On top of that, like, working with these coaches really have pushed me to take action on my business and my life. And I feel like we don't speak about this often enough. When you put yourself in a container, you put yourself in a space where you are compelled to do work, guess what? You do work. You do the damn work. <laughs> you know? So I just couldn't rock back and just let whatever happen, happen. I knew all the tools to take control of my life and I implemented it. Yeah? So this was it, right? This is actually how I went from a failed launch of no one signing up to a 5k US dollars launch. And if you are someone who have a one-on-one or group program and you're ready to go all in and finally have a booked out cohort of clients, maybe your first 5k launch or whatever is your income goal, then I'd love to invite you to sign up super, super early to the next cohort of the Ultimate Gram Academy. I'm giving you access to this to apply early only because you're a loyal podcast listener. Everyone else is going to apply probably at a later date. So if you want to be one of 10 people inside of the Ultimate Gram Academy cohort, right? in early 2022 then go to the link in the show notes to apply i'll talk to you soon bye thank you for listening to another episode of the content magnet podcast i hope you enjoyed today's episode if anyone in your circle will benefit from this podcast please be generous share it to your stories and tag me at the content magnet Let's beat overwhelm and create a life filled with happiness and freedom. See you on the next podcast.